This is episode number 19 of the Success Habits of Christian Entrepreneurs podcast. We're still talking about follow Rancho Alakija and how she went from secretary to Christian billionaire. Giddy up. This podcast is for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. This is the Success Habits of Christian Entrepreneurs podcast, where we look at the habits and strategies of world-changing entrepreneurs to achieve real results. Today is about the power of you. Are you ready to go to the next level? Well, you're at the right spot. Finding solutions to become the greatest. And now, here's your host, Mike Holmes. So we're back on the Success Habits of Christian Entrepreneurs podcast, and we're still dealing with the very, very powerful, very, 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 very influential Folaron Shualakija, who is a billionaire, according to Forbes, uh, pastor, philanthropist, and she is doing amazing works. And we're trying to glean some lessons and successes that we can that we can grab from her today. The fourth thing that I want to tell you about Folaron Shualakija. She has all the great qualities necessary for a Christian entrepreneur. She's creative. She's driven. She's goal-oriented. She knows how to see God. She is resourceful. But the fourth thing that really, really sets her apart from everybody else who has those same qualities is that she doesn't give up. She has a pit bull determination. So lesson number four, never give up. When she ventured into the oil business, many doors were shut in her face. She kept knocking. When she looked into securing some kind of contract in the oil industry, she was told her suggestions were not needed. She kept investigating. She applied for a license to get an oil block. Her application was put to the side. She kept applying. After three years, her application was approved and she was given an oil block that no other company wanted. She took it anyway. And after her original technical partners, the company with technology, expertise and capital to start the process of exploration pulled out. She and her husband used their life savings to secure the oil license and had to start the process of finding new technical partners. And it took three more years, but she found new technical partners. After a few months of going through all of that, she struck oil in commercial quantity. Now, you would think that's awesome. That's amazing. Oh, my gosh. She's she struck oil. That's amazing. She's rich. Oh, my gosh. Here's the problem, though. What happened was. In Nigeria, the government did an unthinkable thing. See, at first, they, uh, her family had to get an oil block and they had to bid it and bought the oil block. When they found out that they, when the Nigerian government found out that they struck oil in commercial quantity, what they went and did is that they snatched a 40% stake. And later, that same Nigerian government took an additional 10% stake. So 
for all her work, she was left with a 10% stake. She was devastated. Her family was upset. And she had two options. She could leave it alone, like other companies who were similar victims of the government's greed, or fight back standing on constitutional rights. So friends, advisors, government officials, they warned her against fighting the government. So, I mean, how could you win against the government, they said. Like, why aren't you happy with your 10% stake? I mean, think about it. That's still a lot of money from an oil block. But according to her, we felt like it was unfair. We had taken the sole risk and invested everything we had in the business. It had become a family business. We spent six years as a family to ensure this worked out. And now it was bearing fruit. They just stepped in and took away everything we had struggled and worked extremely hard for. I said to myself, Fuleron Shalakija does not give up. My husband does not give up. And my children do not give up. So you guessed it. She fought back. And she took the corrupt government to court. And she took that government to court for 12 years, 12 long years. And the government argued if she was allowed to keep her her block, they stood, her family stood to make $10 million a day. 12 long years, there were sleepless nights, up and down battles, isolation from quote unquote friends who thought she should be happy with her stake. And still she persisted. In the end, she won because she was right, but because she refused to give up. A true Christian entrepreneur knows the value of persistence. Paul said, so let's not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we do not give up. Galatians 6 verse 9. Please understand this future millionaire. Christian entrepreneur, no outstanding achievement can be won without continuous effort. The, the wheel of fortune, it turns slowly and it has a habit of turning toward those who've proven through persistence that they deserve its rewards. And before anybody meets with any success, they meet with misfortune, mistakes, delays and temporary defeats. But I personally believe, hear me good, this is my belief. I believe that there's something about a persistent spirit that makes God smile. I mean, someone who will keep on asking, someone who will keep on seeking, and someone who will keep on knocking. And sometimes the answer only comes through persistence. Rest if you have to, my friend, but don't you dare quit. Don't you dare quit on the mission, don't you dare quit on the dream, don't you dare quit on God, and don't you dare quit on yourself. Talk to you tomorrow. Have a blessed one.